Welcome to the crap and the crazy with Tash Critter. Tash owns Little Wooden Toy Box and is mother of two teens, both with autism, ADHD and PDA. 10 years in early intervention, working with the kids' OTs, speeches and psychologists has given Tash unique insight into understanding difficult behaviours and why they occur, as well as understanding how emotional regulation and sensory input impacts us and our behaviour. This insight has helped Tash design and implement resources and coping strategies to make home life calmer and more organised. Join Tash as she talks about day-to-day -day life with autism, the sucky bits and the wins, plus tips for enjoying life despite the challenges. Hello, welcome to episode 14. This one is called Surprises Part 2, The Scooter. So, being an ASD parent, you, you stick to what works, yes? You don't change things where possible. You do the same things around the same time, in the same order, that's just how we live. So back before Christmas, I did an episode, can't remember which one, just go back and have a look, um, on surprises and how I learned probably when my boy was about four years old that we just don't do surprises. Not for birthdays, not for Christmas, not for anything where possible, especially where it involves a lot of emotion and excitement as birthdays and Christmas presents do. So you know, I've just done a podcast on this and me being me thinking, oh, I will surprise my kid. I will do something special for him. No, bad idea. But, you know, every now and then it is good to check in and see. So, you know, 11 years later, checking in. No, no, we are not good with surprises still. So my kid going out for walks because we're finally going out for walks. Um, we had issues with B12 and iron so they've had those infusions and they have worked yay we don't have any food like gluten-free sort of issues going on which is huge um anyway so that's just a side note but a bit of context um so yeah my boy's birthday started going for walks finally getting out of the house a bit more because you know turning into teenagers they've turned into homebodies um but yeah he's out and about whinging that his scooter's too small so I'm like oh this is something I can help with bad idea. Anyway, so me being me goes and looks around for scooters and yeah, it's kind of hard to find adult sized ones because he's 15 now. But anyway, I find one, I don't tell him. I go get it, which time and effort finding this scooter and then have it ready for his birthday. So we kind of do a birthday weekend. Um, so it's not just the one day. So same with Christmas as well. We extend it a little bit, spread out the presents. Um, that just helps manage the excitement, I guess, and it's planned. He knows what time, after what events, he's going to get the presents. So I get out the scooter, yeah, all the scooter. It's all wrapped up and I'm all excited to give him something that he wants because he's told me that his other one's too small. Um, yeah, he opens it, he looks at it. He's like, I don't want that. He's like, you can have it and walks off. And I'm like, oh, turn. Um, yeah, so that just brought up a lot with me as well. And I should know we don't do surprises, yes? And as parents, there's things we've done, trial and error. Okay, we know this works, but I'm going to try this anyway. Why do we do it to ourselves? So then, oh, I think the biggest issue with me, so I did not handle this well. I didn't yell. I didn't say anything. I really wanted to tell him he was a horrible child, but that didn't feel right either and me reacting emotionally is not going to help the situation and it's the kid's birthday yeah don't want to ruin the day 
Anyway, so I, I, I resorted to quiet. So I didn't handle myself well, but I didn't overreact or say anything I shouldn't have. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, so dealing with the, the expectations, as I'm always banging on about, I expected him to be grateful and happy that he got a scooter that was bigger than his other one. Um, and he couldn't tell me why he didn't like it. He just didn't like it. And he's like, oh, you have it. Okay. And this is the thing with my kids. There's no, uh, so, you know, with a, a spoiled brat sort of kid, if you want to say that, there's that manipulation to get what they want. Um, and with my kids, and I'll just use the example of say dishes. Um, if there's not a spoon or a bowl washed, they'll ask me if I'm busy, they won't do it themselves to get what they want. They just won't eat. Yeah. And this is pretty consistent across the board. Same with the scooter. He doesn't want anything else. He doesn't want a different scooter. He don't want anything. And he's like, you have it. I'm like, I don't want a scooter. Anyway, so this was the birthday day and just, yeah, processing the emotions and it's really hard in the moment, especially when you're dealing with disappointment. And am I, is my kid a spoiled brat? Is that what I've got the issue with? Or is there something else going on? Is it just autism rock brain? As far as they've got an idea in their head, that's it. Was it just that he was whinging and didn't actually want a scooter? And then he's scooting around the house on his old scooter telling me how much better it is. I'm like, mm. Anyway, so I guess going through the process as a parent of why do I feel this way? Why do I want to strangle my child? Um, and why have they responded that way? What have, or what could I do differently next time? Which quite obvious here, we are not good for surprises still. Um, and yeah, it must've taken a good 24 hours for him to be able to tell me what was wrong, which then I can start to, cause I'm a fix it person as well. So I want to fix it. And this was something I couldn't fix. And it was unexpected on my part, but it turns out the handlebars on this thing were much smaller. So on his scooter, I know if you're listening to me, you can't see, um, but I guess on his scooter, they're about 45 centimeters wide. So he's actually got a much tighter turning circle on this scooter that I got him, even though it was bigger, had bigger wheels, bigger everything, the handlebars were about 28 centimeters across, which means you have a much wider turning circle. And he basically couldn't turn the corners in the house to go, like he's got a circuit around the house and it just wouldn't turn. So look, fair enough. And if I had have asked him, for starters, I would have known that he was just whinging about not having a scooter. So he still loves his scooter, as it turns out. But secondly, he would have been able to tell me what to look for, yeah? And ugh, anyway, the joys of parenting and the joys of parenting autism as well. And you know, when you really want to do something for your kid and surprise them and it just, that's not how they roll and it doesn't actually mean, like I did no one any favors that day, yeah? And I should have known better, but uh, look, that's, that's what happens, I suppose. For those of you that haven't watched the episode, if you want to, you know, go into further exploring why surprises don't work. Um, I'm not saying with every kid with autism, your kid may absolutely love surprises, but for a lot of them, surprises are very, very closely related to anxiety. So for a kid where you've got picture strips throughout the day, uh, mapping out their routines or lists or 
you know, my kids have the same jobs that they have to do every day. It was easier than changing up the jobs on different days. So we do the same thing. If it doesn't need doing, you just go through to the next job and they do that before getting their iPads. So for kids that we do the same things on the same days, mostly around the same time in the same order. So for me to go and throw in a surprise, um, that's so a big present wrapped up. We don't know what's in there. Um, we So that anxiety straight away of what is it, even though it can be excitement, it's still got that anxiety element. And then the response, so you've got other people in the room watching you open this thing and there's that added pressure as well. And then you get something that you don't actually want and these kids don't have filters. Um, so, you know, you get that straight away of whether they like it or not. And unfortunately, when you get something they don't like, then that brings up you know, that disappointment in you and your reaction to them. And then when there's other people there, I think this was another big part. I had my dad there at the time and I'm like, my kid is acting like a turd. And it had an embarrassing element to it. Does that make sense as well? And I don't know whether that's just me. I'm like, I'm not the best parent in the world by any means, but for your kid to act like that and then does the other person or the other people here Um, understand why they're acting like that and even I wasn't sure look for me to go and do it when we don't do surprises I was pretty sure he was going to love it he had just said he wanted a new one so I thought I was pretty safe there clearly not Um, and I guess look we deal with this every day as well when life just doesn't go to plan and things come up all the time and it's a constant juggle constant management of things that you can and can't control, how you can help manage your kids through it. Sometimes it's just a matter of picking up the pieces. And, you know, it's so much easier when you're picking up their pieces rather than picking up your emotional pieces to then deal with their pieces. And my boy, um, to add a bit more context to this whole thing, he actually finally noticed that I was upset. As much as I was trying to not be upset, I just couldn't. You can't change your emotions, yes? You can... Um, decide and choose how you're going to react based on your emotions, but you just can't change your emotions. And that's what I guess I really struggle with as well. So he kept checking in all day, giving me hugs, which I did not want to be hugged at this point in time. Yes, took me a while. But so he's coming in and he's checking in to see if I'm okay, which is huge. Yes. And it's a really good quality, but he still doesn't want what I got him, which, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I don't know if I really have a point or if any of this helps you. Sometimes just relating to a story may help um, or understanding, yeah, what is going on when there's surprises. And also, um, so yeah, just wondering whether it was spoiled brats, so whether he's just not got what he wants. But there was no tantrum or meltdown. There was nothing nasty. There was no negative element to this, um, which is kind of... No, that's not new, but that caught me off guard, I suppose, which is where I didn't know how to deal with this situation. Um, And then you've got that rock brain, like he's adamant what he wants and what he doesn't want, I suppose. And this was not what he wanted. Um, And then you've got the social skills or the lack of social skills or understanding a social environment with different people And, you know, he's got, he's opened a present that he doesn't really care for, didn't seem to take any emotional 
things on board there, but then, yeah, reacting to the rest of us in the room, which he didn't at the time, but began to later. Hopefully some of that has helped as far as if you are familiar with this whole situation, um, unpacking what is actually going on as far as the anxiety, the social, the everything else going on there and then wrapping it up with yeah eventually the next day he was able to tell me what was wrong with it so he came with me to the shops and switched it well no we didn't switch it we just refunded it because there was nothing else he wanted and so far I haven't replaced his present and it's been almost a month and yeah we'll get around to it one day when he wants something it would help if they wanted more but anyway that is the way it is I'm going to go I will talk to you next week see you